Last night I was having trouble sleeping and started resorting to my old interviewer days and started asking the others silly questions because they were up too and I thought, why not? But the fun and games could only last so long before I ended up asking what I'd been really thinking about, what had been keeping me up. What do you all miss the most? And then folded it up with a, I said sleeping on a mattress. Scout thought about it and then answered, indoor plumbing. And I smiled and said electricity. And then we both looked at Jihun, who was looking out the window and looking outside. And of course she answered, whiskey. This is the After Disaster Broadcast, created by J.J. Ranvier. Fellow survivors, I hope you're doing better than I am, because I'm still a bit shaken up by the piles of flying scarecrows, and a place that I was sleeping at getting eaten by a river of corpses, and ooh, ooh, I just realized River of Corpses is a great name for a punk band, and there's no copyrights now, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Oh, and just... Just I've been struggling with with the changes, and I've I've tried I've tried not to be that vague poster on the ham radio and complain about it. But just today, it's particularly bad, and I'm feeling particularly whiny. So just just bear with me. I, I, I'm only going to complain about three things. Okay, one, I really miss toilet paper. I have not properly wiped my butt in in weeks it gets it gets itchy it gets gets real itchy scout is fine with with leaves but i i am no mountain woman and two i miss changing my bra and and like any average woman i would go days weeks without changing it but i'm i'm getting worried that this one's just gonna give out and stab me in the heart with the underwire and and it's gonna come out of nowhere that's gonna be the end of my day and then i won't have a bra and you know i thought about going braless i thought about it and then one day uh i had to run out of my tent with you know no bra on and i was running and clutching my chest and never again no thank you And then the last one, it's, it's so asinine, but it's, ugh. Do you hear that? That's my armpit. I have not shaved since we left the bunker. And I know, I know it was 
a dumb thing to keep up, but I just did it, I guess, for the sense of routine or, or whatever. And, and there's razors, but now we don't have razors. And now this is a thing. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't smell bad, like I was told it would be, but it's it's uh, it's, it's prickly. It's prickly. Anyway, okay, I'm done. Those are my three things. So, right now, uh, <laughs> we're getting Scout to go up ahead and check on some things. We actually did manage to find some walkie-talkies at uh, one of the farmhouses that we stopped in on, on earlier. So we can have Scout go ahead and tell us in the moment what's going on. They, they do have batteries, so we'll have to get to that bridge when it's not burning, but whatever. Right now, we're a lot more informed. Hi, Scout. How is it up there, besides overcast and ashy? Oh, just peachy keen up here, y'all. Okay, yes, uh, but is there anything up ahead for us to worry about, or...? Nothing yet, but... Ugh... Scout? Scout? Ugh, there's blood. Gross. Blood? Scout, what happened? Are you dying? I... I... I got... Ugh. I got my period. The cramp was so bad that it almost fell off my bike. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Do we have tampons in the kit? I've been so stressed that mine hasn't come, and so I've... Achoo! Oh no. You too? Yeah, me too. Update? I am such an idiot. A total dodo. The dumbest of dumbs. I... We were checking the wagon, and all we have is a single box of panty liners. No pads, no tampons. Definitely not those silicone cups you shove up your badge and threaten your enemies with a cup of blood. I'm sure they have a different name than that, but I'm blanking on it at the moment. This is what happens when a cisgender man does your apocalypse grocery shopping. Uncle Jeffrey, what the fuck? You lived with Aunt Joanna for 14 years. How would you not at least have a box of tampons? Heck, even a box of pads. How did we not think to triple check for this? I mean, I guess I hadn't had my period since disaster struck because I'd just been so stressed out and weirded out, but <laughs> now I'm paying the price. We all have synced up. Well... Scout and I definitely have. And Jihun told us that it was none of our business when we asked? Well, that's not what she said, exactly. When I asked her point blank, as I do, she just stared me down and was like, that's for me to know. And then just left it there. So, our mission has certainly changed. Going from always trying to find shelter or somewhere to sleep to desperately looking for a way to sop up the blood. 
because I don't know about you, fellow survivors, but I only have so many pairs of underwear and I was not planning on making them all period panties. And as if syncing up couldn't be bad enough, right when all this strikes, we're in the middle of bumfark farmland hell. Even Scout feels out of place here. We're in that part of the state where there aren't even, like, cute road signs welcoming you to the village of nowhere or the hamlet of Nothington, just township after township along a highway with no name. Not a pharmacy in sight. Personal update? I can't believe it. I missed Wayne Reed. Location update? You're still nowhere near a pharmacy. And you're still in the middle of Pumfark Nowhere, and Jihyung has definitely joined us on the dark side of the moon cycle. The current catch FU is that we need Scout or someone to bike far and fast ahead to find menstrual materials, but we can't bike far or fast ahead because of our lack of menstrual materials. As if walking the tens of miles of day wasn't bad enough, Try doing it with a stack of panty liners in your undergarments. Ooh, mm, don't, don't do that. Not a real suggestion. Do not do that. Anyway, how I know Jihyun is also synced up is because of the look of panic when she saw that the box was almost already empty. It's almost funny, but I'm afraid to laugh because I think it's going to make the cramps even worse. <clears throat> Sorry, cramp. Uh, Scout is not deterred by cramps. When she's not hunched over in pain, though it seems like she's gotten the worst of the cramping, she's decided to start changing the lyrics of certain songs to be about periods. <laughs> if I didn't have any other context clues for Jihan having synced, it would have been the way that she gritted her teeth and said, Quiet, please. Or the way that she stormed not glided like she usually does. Away when Scout took the silence to mean to switch from I'm free, free bleeding to her version of the sound of silence. Personal update? I am a terrible stereotypist and am genuinely surprised that only one of Scout's personal parodies have been a country song. It was Man, I Hate Being a Woman, in case you were wondering. Scout, with Jihan's help, has gone to check out a barn for possible supplies and uh, even staying the night in if we need to. And waiting out here on the road with the wagon of supplies, they have no idea how bad of an idea it was to leave me with the huge supply of food. I just want to tear into every single MRE we have left because I am so goddamn hangry. I am the most hangry I've been since all this crap started. Or as hangry as I always get on period day two. Oh, fuck. I thought broadcasting would help keep my mind off of it, but nope. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna eat one of the packets. I'm gonna do it. No one, no one will know. And I will just, you know, just keep it to the single one. I promise that it. this is the only one. I'm usually so good with rations, but fuck. We're on the third farm this week, and there's another field coated with ash, and the food is gone, and... 
I can't tell if this is good or if I'm just that hungry. I think this is supposed to be beans and rice. Oh. It's skirt st steak. I don't care. This is the best skirt steak I've ever had, dear God. Location update? After barn, after barn, after barn, we have given up on our menstrual mission for the night and have decided to hunger down. Dinner was a bit interesting. Tonight was another MRE night. Problem is, a lot of these farms have been just utterly wrecked by the ash right now. And we're next to this cornfield, or what used to be a cornfield. Most of the stalks are just covered with ash that's making them bend or break and there's just clumps of it everywhere and despite this scout being scout still went in and grabbed an ear of corn and i was just hard pass on that because i saw how much she had to wipe off of it and no thanks we're about halfway through our ration supply at this point and hopefully we can find something edible on the next farm Oh, oh, crap. Or find some painkillers. Uh, we're uh, all doing our best holding up, menstruating without modern technology, but Ji Hyun said it best when she was glowering over something that looked like cat food in a can. Uh, she was like, I would slow bayonet someone for a bottle of Midal right now. We all nodded and ignored the fact that she probably has bayoneted someone before, and we just didn't want to ask why or at what speed she did it. Personal update? I miss when my unshaved pits were the worst problem. They're not even itchy anymore. Location update? We are beginning to get desperate. Our frayed edges are showing. Our nerves are being ground down to nubs. In other words, uh, <laughs> uh, our last stop was another rugged, falling apart barn because we still are failing to find any sort of drugstore along the road. Day three and still nothing. We've moved on from the farm, but not without raiding the farmhouse for anything and everything possibly period-related. We're all doing our best. Not to snap at each other like terrible PMS and cliches, but the pain and the stress of our raging hormones is appearing in other ways. Ji-hyung, usually the image of stealth and silence and, uh, I don't know, grace, I guess? stormed and stomped her way through the house on a hunt for every possible bathroom. And she found one when I was following close behind her, and and there was a solid-looking medicine cabinet behind the mirror, but she yanked it open and went from excited to disappointed to find it full of empty bottles. Well, well, empty except for one bottle of little blue boner pills. Her annoyance appeared in a few facial twitches that her normally composed face kind of, you know, uh, let loose and through. She was so hot, hot-headed, hot-headed, 
She seemed like she might be at the end of it, but she closed the cabinet a little too hard and the mirror just shattered. I jumped and yelled and, though it would tick her off more, I said, That's a lot of years of bad luck! But she didn't get angry. She just let out a sigh and composed herself. She even gave one of her almost smiles and said, Aren't we already there? After the other bathrooms turned out to have absolutely nothing, Ji Hyun turned on her drill sergeant voice and demanded we search the house for any cloth that we can find and turn into rags, and we all took a step back and realized now was not the time for demands or yes sir, no sir. Ji Hyun was tired, I was tired, Scow was curled up and cramping on a ratty couch, so presumed tired. And so I looked around and I could tell we needed a rest. So I offered up the idea of sitting and making rags and figuring out what to do about the lack of pads and the surplus of pain. The others agreed, so we sat, <laughs> the calmest we've been in ages, and figured out solutions. Which, of course, dissolved into us passing around the stories of our first period. <laughs> Which is just what happens when you get a group of people who have periods together, you know? We tore up t-shirts and washcloths and unnecessarily fancy dish towels. Oh, oh, side note, why do so many farmhouses have these these fancy embroidered dish towels with, with farm animals on them? Like, every single one of them has, like, a mat. I don't, I don't get it. I just, okay, uh, anyway, either way, all of them, no matter what animal were on them, were turned up and torn up into underwear-sized strips. And we talked about the first time we had to deal with all this. Scouts was actually pretty normal. Her mom was at home and she found a spot of blood in her underwear. Ji Hyun's <laughs> was surprisingly awful and she was actually really open about it. She was at boarding school, and the other girls threw her a period party. Oh, it's worse than it sounds. They bought as many red streamers as they could find, threw them around her room, and shot tampons off like bottle rockets. Oh, oh, and uh, they somehow found a uterus-shaped cake? Or made one? I, I just... Ugh. No wonder she didn't want to talk about it earlier. I'd be traumatized, too. I, I told them about mine, but left off the part about how when I got really, really sick and I would start sometimes clotting or would be in class and nearly passing out from the cramps and the pain, my mom still refused to get me on birth control. I just didn't... Do you want to rain on the period parade? I'm not really ready to tell them about my family. Location update. It's the beginning of day four, which has always been my heavy day, and I've been trying to keep it all under wraps, but <laughs> literally. But my my pleading has gotten really bad, like as bad as it used to get in high school. And when it, when it bleeds, it pours. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ugh. The rags that Ji Hyun has 
made me have helped a lot, but uh, but there's no way to wash them, and I've, I've run out from the last farmhouse. I'm going through, I'm going through about one per hour, and this this Red Sea doesn't seem to be parting anytime soon. I have been having to drop the rags along the road like bloody confetti, celebrating my not being pregnant. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is something to celebrate when the world is ending, but it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. I'm ahead of the others for the moment. I Sometimes the, the, the exercise helps, uh, so I, I offered to, to bike ahead, and it, it just it didn't, this time it didn't, didn't do anything. Nothing is helping. Fellow survivors, it's it's really it's really bad. I'm starting to fade in and out from the, the, the blood and the pain, and I need need something. It's. It looks like a pharmacy, just up ahead. You chat Oh my God! If I can make it there without, without passing out. Uh, uh, there's a. There's a pharmacy. It's right. It's right past. Hello, hello. I'm broadcasting updates from the Yellowstone along the ham radio chain. Hello, hello. Joe, are you there? Dave, hello. Oh, no. Fuck, did you, did you hear all my period talk earlier? Well, to be honest, uh, yes. Full stop. <laughs> oh god, I don't even remember half of what I said. I'm just so sorry and you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all that you heard my period talk. You know, half of the population goes through this completely normal, normally monthly cycle and even half of what's left of the population goes through this and so I'm not going to be ashamed of my totally natural bodily fluids, okay? I am not sorry. So there. Dave. Oh, oh, geez, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I, I just wanted you to be able to make your point if you felt it was important, you know? <laughs> You've heard this all before, haven't you? Of course. Grew up with sisters? No, I have... I had a brother, but you know I've I've known women all my life. Uh, my professor at Park Ranger School uh, was a woman, and uh, you know I've had girlfriends and you know all kinds of people that I've known. It, this kind of thing doesn't phase me. Oh, oh okay. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Ah, <sighs> remind me of one of my worst experiences, actually. 
Um, I was in high school, and my cousin Betty happened to be at the same school, and we were we were late. All right, you know, my mom was picking us up. It was going to be a whole thing, and she was in the bathroom and taking too long. So I knock on the bathroom. I'm like, "Hey, Betty, come on, get out here!" And she screams through the door, "I have my period!" I was so scared. I just ran out to the car, and I learned to never question why a woman takes long in the bathroom again after that. <laughs> oh gosh, I I I think we've all been there before. Oh, um, uh, did you have a volcano update? Oh, it's uh, still smoking a little from what I hear, but that's about it. I was honestly just worried about you and just wanted to make sure you were okay. Oh, oh, thanks. That's that's really sweet of you. Scout managed to uh, find some supplies, so we're all coming down and we're ready for the next sync up. Okay, I'm hoping that Dave is asleep, because I have to tell you all, fellow survivors, how we solved the great and late bleed out. Because, oh gosh, we, we had to get creative. It's it's dorky, but the, the walkie-talkies ended up saving me. Not necessarily my life, but got Scout to come scrape me off the side of the road. Though, not without giving me a wet willy to wake me up. I kind of deserved it. With a little water, she managed to prop me up and help me over to the pharmacy. I half-heartedly looked around and then got distracted and then, of course, hangry from looking at the tragically... Oh, tragically empty ice cream case. Scout was in better shape, and I heard her curse from the feminine product aisle. I came over. Nothing. Cleared out shelves. We tried family planning. Nothing. Of course, all the condos were gone, even the lifestyles. We looked and we looked, and we were about to give up until Scout got the idea and ran away for a second to come back with a couple of snacks and an honest-to-godless box of adult diapers. Just a big old box of incontinence helpers. She just walked out with them on her shoulder, acting like this was normal. Everyday grocery shopping. So, that's how we're solving it right now. I'm understanding that diaper fetish guy interviewed less and less by the moment. That's that's a lot of this whole deal getting comfortable with discomfort when I'm not hormonal it's it's a lot easier not to whine about it and some things are not so bad <laughs> I'm hoping I'll start to like the little bit of armpit hair I have but I, I did grab a razor from the pharmacy just in case I know I know useless habits die hard but maybe so, the diapers are a downside, but finding the upsides. Struggling, sometimes, but I am. Catch you on the next frequency. Joe out.
Thank you for listening to the After Disaster broadcast. This was written and produced by J.J. Ranvier. The voice of Joe Prendergast is J.J. Ranvier. The voice of Scout is C.G. Farmer. The voice of Park Ranger Dave is Faras Alexander. The outro person is me, Caitlin Robb. Our technical engineer is Colin Vodier. This episode is genuinely dedicated to Sam, J.J.'s bestest friend. Because even as an adult, you're allowed to have bestest friends. Enjoyed the podcast? So did we. Subscribe to keep listening to us and leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really helps. In return, email us at theafterdisasterbroadcast at gmail.com that you did, and we will send you one of our rad stickers as a thank you. Not a bribe, just encouragement. To support Joe and her journey to Chicago, please check us out at patreon.com slash theafterdisasterbroadcast, where you can get bonus content for supporting us with your money. For more on the broadcast and surviving the apocalypse, check us out on Twitter at AfterDisasterBC or on any media that makes you feel social in this wasteland. And now, we leave you with this. Survival tip. Out of water? Your tears will do, and they taste better than your own urine. <laughs>